All right, happy Monday to all you Tudor reviewers, listeners, lovers, supporters out there. Happy Maniac Monday, man. I can't forget that. Now, while I do believe that a lot of people are finishing off their leftovers, or maybe the leftovers are already gone. I don't know how you know how crazy y'all consumption is on the side of the world that y'all reside on, but um, you know there there are leftovers here in this case, and I, I'm saying that because. We got a couple more days left for the month of November before we jump into the December commentary that I'm, I'm really looking forward to that Christmas theme right there. But we still got leftovers, man. We still got some commentaries to get out the way. And I got to say, man, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed that this is not that this wasn't one of my day one commentaries, man. This is, you know, not only should it have been a day one commentary, but I think that this is this is one of, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time man whether you you want to just consider it a film whether you want to call it black cinema whether you want to call it i don't know in some categories that i've read online they have classified this as a hood movie you know some classified as a rom-com there are some you know tiny hood elements in this movie especially with one character in particular but there's definitely some rom-com shit going on here but i feel like you know this is pretty fitting for the cornucopia of craze edition commentaries because there is there are a bunch of different elements here that make this movie special man there's not really just one consistent theme i mean i want to say that family is the consistent theme here but even that shit gets compromised in more ways than one throughout the story man and i feel like the one way it gets compromised y'all know what i'm talking about i can't wait to get to that scene I'm going to try not to, you know, I'm going to try not to geek out here, man. I'm going to try not to geek out. I'm going to try not to sing along because this movie has so many things going for it. You know, the directing, the writing, the casting, the performances, the soundtrack. This was a movie back in the day. I had this soundtrack on CD. I'm lying. My mother bought it for herself and I borrowed it for probably several months at a time because this soundtrack was booming. I know Babyface, I think, was, uh, was behind some of this soundtrack and his group milestone is actually um i don't know whether we could call it his group i listen i don't want to start no shit i don't know who started the group but milestone is in here babyface is a part of that group as well as uh, i think it's his brothers or his cousin or something like that but babyface had a hand in the soundtrack let's let's just go as far as to say that and i feel like when babyface has a hand in the soundtrack in black cinema you know it's gonna be a banger but this movie is a banger in general people one of my favorites like i said one of the best black cinema films ever created man soul food 1997 now i remember the first time i saw this movie i'm gonna try not to get too deep into this intro i want to save it for the rating um but i remember the first time i saw this movie it was so like, even me being a kid, man, if I had to put myself in the shoes of, of a character like Ahmad, uh, Brandon Hammond's character, it was very relatable, man. It was very relatable in the sense that, you know, my grandmother, God rest her soul, my father's mother, you know, she is was, was very much like Irma P. Hall's character, Big Mama, man, in the sense that she was the glue for, you know, that side of the family and people loved her so much that they would come over after church and and eat and hang out and shit like that. They would even come over when motherfuckers wasn't even cooking, man. And, I, you know, I've always been a little bit of an antisocial person, like even as a kid a lot of it i'm not gonna lie but you know she would have so many people at the crib and i'm just like like i would just hide upstairs half the time and if i had to get called downstairs for something i really didn't want to go down man wasn't really a big people person like that i guess that's no surprise here being as though this is an audio podcast and i'm still trying to work out the jitters to make the transition over to video podcast but that's neither here nor there people uh let's let me look at this director real quick because i feel like his name is familiar, but I, I'm sad to say I can't remember 
everything else that he's done, man. He wrote and directed this movie, by the way, George Tillman Jr. Now, let's see here what this director has done. I feel like it's going to be something where I'm like, oh, he did that. He did that. Let's see here. Director. Give me one second, people. He has done um, Paula, which was a short film in 92. Scenes for the Soul in 95. He did Soul Food in 97. Men of Iron Ooh, Notorious. He directed Notorious. No disrespect to this director. I, I was not a fan of the movie Notorious. I felt it was very by the numbers. I don't know if he wrote the script or not. I'm going to assume that he didn't. But Notorious was a very disappointing movie for me. Uh, I, I like the guy that got to play Biggie. Angela Bassett's great and everything. The chick that they got to play Faith Evans was really great in that movie. So those three main characters in Notorious were great. I just felt as though it was very watered down as far as a Biggie biopic. I felt like it should have been way more powerful, way more impactful. Um, I feel like people should, you know, should have left the theater feeling a bit differently about it. But it was, it's not the worst biopic I've seen, but it was just disappointing. He directed Faster with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That is a movie where I feel like The Rock was auditioning. He was doing his audition for Terminator. I still want to see The Rock be in the Terminator franchise, but he definitely was just running up in office buildings and clubs and shit, popping motherfuckers right in the head. And he was getting vengeance for what happened to him and his brother, I believe. But um, haven't seen that in a while. He directed. Uh, one episode of Luke Cage, three episodes of Power. Good for him, man. Big part of the culture, this director. The Hate You Give. Wow. Um, I did not know he directed The Hate You Give. That is a movie I've only seen one time. And that is for good reason, man. If you guys have not seen The Hate You Give, um, I definitely recommend it if you're into only if you are into those racially charged social commentary driven films man it is very relevant as far as what's going on today and what was going on at the time it came out in 2018 but um the hate you give man if you are easily triggered and get very upset and just saddened by you know racially charged movie like movies like the hate you give then that it's not the movie for you it's definitely not man it is a very heavy-handed film it is very sad but i feel like all in all he, he directed a pretty powerful film and he also directed big george foreman with uh the guy that plays george foreman in that series is stacy from <laughs> stacy from uh you know atlanta man i think that's hilarious because they didn't go with somebody that looks exactly like george foreman but i kind of get the likeness in the actor that they chose and i kind of wanted to see it man because the trailer wasn't too bad um Speaking of not being too bad, man, this cast here, you know, not being too bad is an understatement. This is one of the best assembled black casts that I've ever seen on screen before. Vanessa Williams, Vivica Fox, Nia Long, Michael Beach. Michael Beach got a track record for, you know, being an ain't shit nigga in his movies, man. And y'all know I'm, listen, even in Saw 10, you know, he comes across as this character who beat cancer. I'm not going to spoil anything, but he ain't shit in that movie either. He ain't shit in that movie, this movie. Uh, what the hell's the other movie? Waiting to Exhale, First Sunday, Deep Blue Sea 2. He's always doing something wrong in these movies, man. But And, and Aquaman also. But he's a fantastic actor nonetheless. Mackay Pfeiffer's in here. I mentioned Brandon Hammond already. Jeffrey D. Sam, Gina Rivera, Irma P. Hall, Mel Jackson. First of all, Gina Rivera? Why was it only a couple years ago I realized that Gina Rivera, who plays Cousin Faith here, uh, she, was, she played Otis Williams' wife in the temptations movie man the, the 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 you know tv movie i had no idea she looks a lot thicker in that movie than she does here uh i don't know maybe the jury will be out on that until she bears her bare ass in this movie when her and miles get it in 
whole nother scene for another moment and we'll get to it people trust me but people this is uh i want to get right into it man because we're almost eight minutes into this but this is streaming on voodoo just in case y'all are tuning in theatrical version just in case y'all are tuning in and y'all know if y'all are tuning in y'all are the true to the reviews mvp so let's get the leftovers over and done with uh at least until we get to the next commentary and let's continue on with the cornucopia of craze commentary people soul food commentary i will hit the play button in three two one and i'm also going to try not to sing shout out boys to men they open this thing up billy stand up Are we what's happening? Is the song supposed to play right now? I don't know. It's been a little while since I watched it. I felt like the song was supposed to Okay, there we go. Voice to man basically just told me to shut the fuck up with that smooth piano. I just I thought the intro comes on or the song plays the moment that the title cards start popping up. This is also it's, it's, you know, you could call it super creative, but it's simple. But I like this this intro, how they put all the pictures together up until what we see the actors and actresses like in the movie. I think I'm going to just let this rock. I'm jamming right now. I'm going to let y'all enjoy this. Actually, I got to say something. Brandon Hammond, almost with the exception of his beard, he almost looks the same as he did in, in this movie and in like, um, oh, what else was he in? He was in, um, God damn it, Blue Hill Avenue. this song and this coffee not a good combination because it took everything out of me like not to really like really give it my all and to showcase the vocals on the tutor reviews podcast i ain't even gonna do that because i'm not here to promote that you know but that is that's a great song man i think that is such an amazing song to open up the the movie with oh uh, babyface executive produced this movie that's dope well, this here's a story about my family, about our family, about the things that pulled us together and the things that tried to pull us apart. Let's see, where should I begin? Now let's give it up for the I guess on Bird's wedding is as good as place as any. Everyone who was anyone was there. Just the party people to the dance floor. If you got more than five dollars in your pocket, let me see you shake it. We got food. 
You know what? I listen. I don't think I've been. I haven't been to a lot of weddings, but the weddings I've been to, they haven't had receptions with food that looks that good. Look how bored Vanessa Williams looks, man. Her and yo, her and Miles, like everybody's got a particular relationship in this movie, and for better or worse, man, it 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 pushes the story along. Now this was what ninety seven, I think. Oh yeah, no, I, I still know what you did last summer hadn't come out yet. Mackay Pfeiffer did that a year later, but I think before this he had done Clockers. Um, high School High, I believe he did before this. Might have been around the same time. I'm not sure. And Nia Long, uh, Nia Long, obviously, like, Boys in the Hood and things like that. But Nia Long, I, I feel like, at this point, she was already a star, like, in my eyes. This guy. Oh, you're so good. Lady Bird. He said like a fucking creep. Yeah. You you should should you be in jail or now this dude, the actor that plays Samuel, man. Even even as a kid, I remember women going crazy over this guy. They they couldn't get enough of this actor, man. And honestly, the fellas couldn't get enough of whoever the hell this chick is dancing with Makai Pfeiffer in the booth. I've, I've always wondered, who, who is she? Who is she? Because in 97, in my, in my childhood, I don't think I had seen an ass like that on screen before. This was before Cash Money was taken over for the 99 and the 2000. You didn't see asses like that, man. I'm sorry. And for the record, I think she's twerking before twerking was really a thing. That was him with Now that's just messy. Like, how did she not get jumped? And how did how who invited the ex girlfriend to the wedding or the reception? See, the young bulls know. That's why I said um, Ahmad and Big Mama, they make this very relatable for me personally. Like, it hits on a different level because, like, my grandmother, man, was very vocal about me being, like, her favorite grandbaby. So I don't know. This, this movie just hits a little different. Ahmad, what you want? Your bird. Put something in the swear jar. And let me just say, God bless Big Mama and the genetics in the family because you couldn't have casted you know, you couldn't have casted three more beautiful actresses at the time, man. I'm talking like the '90s was was so different, so different, man. In the sense that the women of the '90s on screen didn't really the the black women I'm talking about they didn't need a whole bunch of makeup or anything, man. They were just naturally beautiful. Always 
Vivica Vox, I love her character, man. She is the... This, I miss... I'm sorry. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I miss when Vivica Fox was hood. When she had just the perfect balance of classiness and hood, I will whoop your ass and all in the same character. She's become very... Like, I'm sorry. Like, And it's, it's not to say she's still not a great actress, but she's become a very... Like, her characters have become very bougie over time. Um, and I, you know, I, I guess some people can consider that like, I don't know, evolution. She doesn't want to play hood characters anymore. She wants to carry her characters with a bit more grace and that's fine. But it's something about that. That balance is amazing. Of course, it wasn't long I found out she had the same connection with all of us. Yeah, she was the rock of the Joseph family. The one that held us all together. Part of the reason we were such a tight family is because we always had Sunday dinners at Big Mama. Damn, that's Sunday that dinner, boy. That tradition had started down in Mississippi when the old folks got together after church to talk smack and chow down on some good old soul food. And Big Mama kept the tradition going. She ain't grabbed that in you, you, you gotta say soul food in the movie Soul Food. It, it gets it gets an excuse. More folks, more eats, more soul, more soul food. All right, all right. Let's let's not go overboard now. People would be rolling in from all over, like Uncle Remus, who was always setting folks up for two dollars because he was always broke. <laughs> Before Granddaddy died, he used to own a barbershop, corner store, and a laundromat. Not bad for a black man in those days. That's right, entrepreneur. Mama has it. Mama Joe's got a big stash of loot in the way somewhere, but Mama says that's nothing but a myth. Yeah, because cause we're not foreshadowing at all. Always have even contests. Which the Reverend would always win. I'm not about to have an eating contest. I want to enjoy my food. I can still see my dad now. Looking like he wants to break Reverend Williams' neck. <laughs> uh, Reverend Williams is a creep. Last but not least, is Big Mama's brother, old Uncle Pete, who ain't left his room in something like 10 years now. God damn. Just sits up there watching his old TV set. It's kind of a light tour and nobody's home thing. Have they, have they like, never seen Uncle Pete at all? Those were the good days, all right. They treat him like he's fucking Sasquatch. I love that, because that's how kids be just stretching the truth. Oh, we got a Temptations reference in here after all. Nia Long, um, and why we eat like in the fact that Nia Long is still uh, active, yo, behind the scenes too, man. Like it's just, it just, I'm I'm about to go on a rant, man. I'm, I'm not about to go on a rant. I'm just saying, I'm. When I just talk about black excellence, I always tend to go on a rant. I get a little choked up. But Nia Long, man, if y'all haven't seen, if you guys are a fan of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday, if you have not seen The Best Man, the final chapters, do yourself a fucking solid. I, I think it's still streaming on Peacock. 
please, please, please. There's a reason they did a, a series to cap the, the story off as opposed to a third movie. And perfect. They did a fantastic job. You are not hurt because you gave Bird money for that shop. I loaned her money, Max. As far as you're concerned, I'm an ATM. Automatically Terry's money. Oh, you two hush up. You do this every Sunday. Well, Mama, she started. Maxine, you go on and finish those biscuits. Terry, stop running down your family. Pay more attention to your own man. You're already on husband number two. Mm. <laughs> It'd be your own family, man. Oh, shit, baby. Now, this... This was a cool scene. Like you could have, it wouldn't have changed the film at all if they took it out. But the fact that they are the newlyweds, they're the youngest couple of the three, and they're gonna dip off. They're probably also the horniest couple of the three. They're gonna dip off and they're gonna get it in at some point. Oh, baby, don't ever put anything like this on the stove. You could burn the house down. Yes, ma'am. Everything is being foreshadowed. Big mama, your arm, mama. Give him some butter, baby. You don't need butter, you need ice. It's no big deal. She's a superhero. You ain't been taking your insulin. I love how she snatched away from him like, Bert. She's like, get the fuck off. Maxine, I told you I don't need no doctor. Now, there's nothing that little salve or turpentine or my herbs won't cure. Salve? Do they still make salve? I didn't know what diabetes was. I remember my my grandpa. I'm sure about to find out. He had salve in this like little round, flat-looking can. God damn, look at that food. But I remember I had like a burn mark or something, and he he's like, yeah, we'll put some salve on it. Like, but was it salve or salve? Beautiful breast, delicious legs under the I mean on the table. This he at this point you're not you're not allowed in my house because you're you're a creep. Bless my stomach, cause the house gonna eat. <laughs> now I now who who cooked the food on the set of this movie? Of course he wants chicken. That's usually the second thing I go for. The first thing I go for is the mac and cheese. Second is definitely the chicken. I dreamed of fishes last night. No, don't don't start that shit. My mouse is like, don't point over here. She ain't fucking me. I mean, isn't it the same thing? Somebody's coming and somebody's going. Never mind. Let me. That's not. Don't sweep the dust straight out the door. Ah, if you do, you sweep out the good fortune. Whatever that means. Oh, yeah? Well, check it out. I got one. I got one. If you step on a crack, you break your mama's back. Childish ass record scratch for sure did you guys try my fish cakes because i made them this year and i'm very proud my plate's full mm-hmm. my plate's full too see y'all ain't right <laughs> y'all ain't right <laughs> that's all right like them, that's right my boo likes them that's why that matters that's all right bird you ain't got to worry about cooking girl because you know you can do some hair and we know miss yeah. terry we know she can't cook nothing <laughs> ain't that right man that's why you always had me cooking huh well, I wasn't in the kitchen. Big Mama, mama was like, shut the, the fuck up. Now, 
I'm not saying they copied this in the movie so this Christmas, which I did commentary for if y'all want to check that never out. Have, but maybe never will. this Christmas, de- like how they had the relationship, the the sisterhood or lack thereof with with uh what was it Regina King and I don't know the actress's name, but she was Tyler Perry's wife and Why Did I Get Married? Those two sisters in that movie, they're how dysfunctional they are. Is I feel like they borrowed a lot of that from from Terry and Maxine here, but that's the thing, man. That sibling rivalry shit is real. Now I'm not saying he was right for looking. His girl is right there, but Vivica Fox is going to turn heads. I keep telling y'all that's my fear is falling. At the skating rink, man. Now, if she couldn't see that she lost her man in this moment here, like, look how look how he's staring at Vivica Fox. Look at him. See what I'm saying? I told you. Yeah, she she literally saw her sister steal her man, but you know, without even doing anything. She didn't do anything. She was just skating, looking, looking like fine Vivica Fox in '97. Oh dear. Mom's so dead right out from underneath mm, Aunt Terry's mm, nose. Mm, mm. Only two haven't gotten along Sorry. since. <laughs> and he doesn't even try to break this shit up. <laughs> the fact that he, the fact that he was like laughing, was fucked up. Y'all do this every Sunday. Talking about I can't cook. I've been cooking longer than you've been alive. Cornbread. Mm. Cornbread is my specialty bread. from scratch. Okay. It's my money, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why'd you get thrown in the joint, man? Mm. Another record scratch. You don't. What? The Kenny just. Kenny is. He always does that throughout the movie. He doesn't do it a lot, but he is the one. That's his characteristic. One of his characteristics. I guess I just got caught. Doing. He don't know. He don't know what to say sometimes. I got caught selling a little something. something and man. he paid his debt to society, and it's no different from Daddy and his gambling. See, in life, we all make some bad choices. My husband was gambling, and yeah, he was bad at it. Like we almost lost this house, but I worked my hands and knees, cleaning up after white folks, taking in laundry. See, you do what you have to do to stay strong. Oh, I thought she was going to keep going. Taking that laundry. I sold a little something, something myself. One finger pointing oh, cousin Faith. Don't make no impact. How many of y'all out there got that one cousin? Now, this family got to be that fist. I know that's right. The voice of the people, man. Now, let me ask y'all. Black cinema fanatics out there. Who are y'all letting stay at y'all crib? Cousin Faith or Cousin Ebony? That is like a common debate online. You know, there's a there's like a side-by-side comparison. Not really a comparison, but just the two people. 
And it's like but who who which cousin was worse, cousin Faith or cousin Ebony? Last we heard, she was stripping in some club out in California. And some guy supposedly discovered her and got her dancing in rap videos. So I ain't never seen her in none of them. That's because they're all on BET Uncut. Now here she comes. He's like, I don't know you. Gina Rivera, though, she is beautiful, man. Like, I think that they're, they're, the casting choices, man, could not have been any, any better. And it's a shame she's such a shitty character. Uh, not actress. She's a, she's a decent actress. But it's a shame she's such a shitty character in this movie. Because she does turn out to be uh, like a talented relative underneath it all. You know, she's a dancer. And there's that, there's that segment where Miles or his stunt hands are playing I Ain't Mad At You while she's doing her dance routine. Look at that. That's a beautiful moment right there. Shout out to all the fathers, man. Um, and big shout out to y'all, man. If y'all were in that delivery room for the birth of your kids, it is, it is, it is, it's scary, but it is hands down the greatest moment like you will ever experience. I promise you. And any of the dads out there, if y'all listening and y'all got one on the way or something like that, then be be present. I don't care what you got to do. Be present. When they bring that baby out, man, I'm telling you, it is it's amazing. I was fucking terrified, man. I, I was I was excited. I was terrified. But I remember when my daughter came out and it was like they you know they cleaned her off but it was time to cut the umbilical cord i was just like oh my god like i feel like i'm gonna do the wrong thing and they're just like no you you're you're doing good mama you have to there's no blood circulating to that leg you're diabetic you haven't been watching what you eat you can't get mad at her reaction though like Nobody's cutting off my leg. And that's that. Like, who wants to be told that, and, you know, health conditions or not, who wants to be told that, you know, you have to get a limb chopped off? So, wait a minute, you tell me I should give him something. Give it to him, thought it's going to work. Give it to him. What y'all over there talking about? You're, you're right there, you don't know? Now, come on now, we got to I'd have been like, okay, um, I'm Bird, can you pay me now? So, Shorty. I love how Miles fixed his hat. Oh, not Miles. Uh, um, Ahmad fixed his hat because he's like, yo, don't touch me, bro. Now, Samuel here, he, he's a. He's a good actor, but fucking snake in the grass. He is the, you know, everybody talks about Cousin Faith and yeah, what she did was wrong, but I feel like he is an equally devilish character, man. And all you women out there in 97 and probably to this day, y'all loved it. Y'all loved his toxic ass. 
desk and I'll see you next week. Let me tell you something. I am married now. So whatever it is that you and me had going on before is over. And besides, my husband's name is written all over my kitty cat. And somehow even that shit turned him on. A wedding gift. I know you like the finer things in life. And I know your man can't afford to buy you shit like that. Him just getting out of jail. When you need me, call me. The fact that, listen. Ladies, y'all gonna get y'all about to be mad at what I'm about to say here. Y'all about to be mad, ladies, but please understand. I try to see it from both sides. And she shouldn't have even entertained this nigga. It shouldn't have went that far. And at some point, when 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 Lem finds out that Samuel got him that job and he's been talking to Bird and shit, like she agreed to go to dinner with him. And she's wearing the fucking bracelet. Nah, ain't no way. There's no fucking way it should have it should have went like that. If you value your man, ladies, you don't let it get you don't let it get to that point because you will lose that man. Trust and believe. I like this moment too because. The fact that he's he's just admiring, you know, his wife and his daughter, but more so his wife after she's given birth, man, after she had their child. There's a lot of men who still feel that way. You know, I, like I feel like a lot of women get insecure after they, you know, they might, you know, can't lose the baby weight or whatever and things like that. But if you got a man that still looks at you like that after the fact, that's dope. Like they still I love Kenny and um. Kenny and Maxine, I, I feel like they have the most solid relationship. They had their problems throughout the movie, but they've got the most solid relationship of the three. <clears throat> and they still keep that spark going. They've got a they've got a nice balance. Don't get in trouble now. What you talking about? You know the doc's still down six weeks. It's been six weeks? No, it ain't been six weeks. You know, that shit's still tender, bro. You gonna send her back to the hospital. Yeah. And they felt like a real couple. Like I think that's all of the couples, honestly. They felt like Kenny and Maxine in particular felt like a genuine couple. Like if they were together in real life after they made this movie, um I would have been all for it. No, no, come on in, man. Come on in. It's Lem. How you doing, Lamb? Hey. I just need to talk to you for a minute. It's uh, kind of personal. <laughs> See, that's how we got this. We can get acquitted. <laughs> Slap that ass before she walked off. That's right. 
I am. I mean, I mean, uh, smack it like a gentleman, fellas. If you're gonna smack your woman's ass, so, do it. Do it with the best intentions. Right for my job today. I lied on my application. They ask if you ever been convicted, and I checked no. Bruh. See, Kenny, man, you and Miles, man, y'all got yourselves together on the job too. I was just hoping if if you knew anybody or of any job openings, man, I'll do anything. No, man, we'll find you something, all right? And I, you know, I also think I, I talked about how relatable this movie was for me at the time, like through the eyes and shoes of, of um Ahmad but the older i got like in my adult years it's it's relatable from different angles of the of the adult men you know because i've been there man like i've been up been down struggling prospering like roller coaster shit so a black woman you ain't got a j-o-b it's all right for them to lie around the house, but let a man, a brother, especially a brother. <laughs> you could be fixing the caps underneath the kitchen seats or watering the plants, washing the dishes, taking the garbage out. <laughs> I love how he reaches his pocket. He's like, yo, man, because I, I can't, I can't, I can't let you go out like you this. Do around the house, still gonna consider you a, a trifling nigga. <laughs> what do you give him, like three dollars? Don't tell him. <laughs> There should have been more moments with Kenny and Lem, though. Hey. Hey. Hey, Look at that. Yo, Terry and Miles' crib? What? Now, I ain't no super fancy schmancy dude, but... Kelly's with Burr. I got your favorite tonight. Hey, I spent many hours slaving. Many hours slaving. Oh, they're eating salad? Is Big Mama going to get her leg cut off? Work, She's like, you? yeah, honey. But we've got a block of wood that we're molding right now to accommodate her leg. I don't know. Looks like that case is kicking your butt. Yeah, I don't know how long the jury's going to be out. <clears throat> and the firm is... She's almost an extension of her character from Light It Up, where she was on the phone negotiating with the kids, and she's like, Lester, I need you to let the officer go. Vanessa Williams, man, um, as far as singers turned actresses, she's definitely one of the goats. One of the best. She's so good of an actress, it's almost like, oh my god, like some people would probably be like, wow, she sings too? Oh no, they're eating spaghetti. There's uh, some money missing from our savings. Uh oh. Last week it was. 90. I took 5000 out. <sighs> I used it as down payment for studio time. Fellas and I are gonna record a CD. A CD? Yeah. It's NWA Miles, retirement album. You playing with this band was just a hobby. Why would you say something like that? Because you're an attorney. You work for a great firm with a great reputation. You could make twice the amount of money if you spend more time on your job and quit this music crap. If I take Damn. Five thousand dollars of my money out of the bank. I'll do. It. Only thirty-one thousand one hundred thirty-two are yours. <laughs> Yo. Tomorrow, we're getting separate accounts. You know they're not. They're not even okay. like husband and wife in this movie. Uh, just for the book's sake. Next time you take some money out, inform me. 
Right. And you could tell, man, it's the, like they wear it on their sleeves that out of the three main couples, they are the ones who's, you know, whose marriage is in the fucking dumps for real. They're more business partners than they are partners, you know. just want to say thanks again for letting me crash here. Your place is really fantastic. And a lot of marriage, like truthfully speaking, a lot of marriage is a is a business. But like, I feel like that's all they have. That's all they have. They have no type of like emotional connection to each other to the point where they've just got this mundane lifestyle. And that's one of the reasons Miles ends up dipping off. Should he have done it? I'm I'm not saying that, but like I don't know, man. He didn't really have anything that was that was really keeping him faithful to her. And you can see it as the, the more and more the movie goes along, it's like the farther and farther apart from each other they get. Just fine. Just need you to be strong. That's why I'm doing this for you. So we gonna be strong together, okay? Okay. Oh boy. What a rough time. After they wheeled Big Mama off down the hall, we all just kind of sat around on our hands, saying nothing. I can't sit on my hands. I'm sorry. That's all you can do, really, just sit and wait. This is where shit's really about to hit the fan. And Miles, like, this is how attentive kids can be, man. Miles is like, okay, yep, something's wrong. I mean, obviously something's wrong because the whole fucking family, he's like, well, where y'all going? Can't just leave me here. They really just left my, nobody stayed with Miles. They definitely treated his ass like the black Kevin McAllister in this moment right here. Brandon Hammond, man, if it's one thing, he, you know what I didn't mention? Like seeing him cry right there definitely made me two things. It made me remember how great of an emotional actor he was as a kid. He's great. But seeing him cry reminded me that he was also in Tales from the Hood. I did not mention Tales from the Hood. He's in that segment with um, David Allen Greer and Paula Jai Parker. And um, I... I don't know, man. I think he was he was a bit ahead of his time as far as his performances go. Like when we talk about child actors, I don't know if we mentioned Brandon Hammond enough. He couldn't even take a seat while he was while the guy was reading his application. Oh, he okay. He checked yes. He kept it honest. He kept it a beam with y'all. And the guy looks up like. You've been convicted. What'd you do, man? What'd you do? What'd you do? He should have hit him with the don't be a menace where he's like, I see here your hobbies are drinking, smoking weed, and all types of ill shit. Look, 
There's a sign outside your door that says you're willing to train. Now, I got experience on the presses, and I'm a quick learner. I can do the work. If I own a business, like I said, we'll call if you. I'm the employer, uh, I would definitely hire him because I feel like people don't have a clue. Like I've obviously never I don't even have a criminal record. I've never been in jail, prison, whatever. Um, but I can only imagine how hungry those guys are coming out of not literally, but how hungry they are to work, to get back in the workforce and to make a living. So those dudes will work twice as hard. You can have somebody that's been there for years and years and years just dragging ass, but you get a guy who's fresh out of jail that's just ready to ready to go to work and do any and everything he can. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to hire that guy. Now, him driving the Bronco, I don't think that helps his criminal record uh, little image much. OJ has fucked up. Don't matter what the color is. OJ fucked up the Bronco brand <laughs> forever, man. Trying to find another one, except things ain't going so good. I don't sweat it. Find a gig soon. You got a lot of confidence just to be a little shorty. <laughs> I get it from Big Mama, they say. Big Mama. Is that Outcast playing in the background? I think so. Sound like CeeLo also. You're like you ain't never seen a gun before. You know I spent some time in prison, right? I wouldn't even been locked up if I'd have been smart. Like you seem to be. No. Mama's always saying you gotta love yourself. Maybe you should try that. Ahmad was way ahead of his time character wise too. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's getting late. I still have to grocery shop for dinner tomorrow. Max, surely you don't expect to have Sunday dinner tomorrow. Why not? Jesus, Max, Mama is in a coma. Yeah, baby, maybe we should... No, no, no. I'm not going to let her ruin a 40-year family tradition. Tradition? Yes, tradition. Don't you tell me about tradition. I am the oldest one. I am the responsible one. I'm the one who graduated from law school. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did that have to do with anything? Alright. Let's just take a vote. That's a good idea. Let's take a vote. Alright, cool. Let's vote. Hands in the air for all those who don't want to have Sunday dinner tomorrow. Lem was like, shit, I'm hungry now. Hands in the air for all those who want to be sitting in front of some chitlins. Okay, don't start it off like greens, that. Some fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, Come with it. and egg pie. I won't let you disrespect my mama like she's already dead. Mm. Yo, mama. Mm, mm-hmm. Look at that face. You know, Terry, you get on my fucking nerves with all You're of you. Lower your voice. Don't nobody care if you graduate. That don't make you better than you nobody. Keep God. your voice down. That'll make you better than nobody. There we go. That listen, that she went from classy to hood in, in, in two seconds, man. I love it. She that if Big Mama wasn't in between all of them, I feel like her and Terry should have fought. Next, that wasn't even necessary. 
No, it, it was necessary because she definitely said that my mama. I'm gonna let you disrespect my mama like she's already dead. Who the fuck is you? Nobody knew where to throw the blame. Except at each other. Older siblings do that though, man. They throw their age and their weight around like it means something. Hardly no one was speaking. I don't mean shit. Now this was a nice little warm moment. It was a vulnerable moment for for Terry. Miles knew she she needed that. You know, she needed to be embraced at the time, but it wasn't it wasn't enough of that for me, oh, man. Right. It shouldn't have took she tried her best to you know, shit hitting the fan for them to have moments it. like that. Because of Terry and Mom's fight, no one showed up. It was the first time in forty years our Sunday tradition was broken. Let's just see. Bird, poor bird, she burnt the food. <laughs> they didn't have to make bird, the, you know, they made the youngest one the one who can't cook. That's messed up. Uncle Pete's like, yeah, I'm good. Who made this shit? Think I've been avoiding you. Oh God, the fucking Lakers play the Sixers tonight, man. I, I I'm glad my phone's fucked up. Otherwise, I'd be getting a whole bunch of text messages from the Sixers fans. I don't. I I, I just don't feel like it. I just want the game to happen, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. We did win recently, man. We beat the uh, we beat the Cavaliers. Shout out to any of my listeners in Cleveland, though, but we had to spank that ass. We did. We did. We had to do it. I love how he knows that Big Mama probably wouldn't have laughed at that. But this was, um, I like these moments, too, because Ahmad, even though she's not conscious, he's still talking to her. Now, I don't know if, like, I've heard that it's a real thing. You know, when people are unconscious and they have people visit them in the hospital and they talk to them, they read to them, things like that. I think that's a really good gesture. Because what if your voice is pulling them through? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Maybe when you get out of here, I can help you turn the ground over. As you called it, put some fertilizer down. Yeah, I'll help you. Then Big Mama just sits up like, motherfucker, I wasn't even talking about that. What? Come dance with me. Come on. Come on. Come on. See? See? Dance. Dance. I don't want to dance. See? 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 Why? Why not? 
You know, Mama is not doing well at all. Yeah, I know. And come dance with me and get your mind off. Um, I also oh can't go to see you um, perform tonight. Yeah, that's what you said last week and the week before. I'd really like you to come You know, I'm swamped tonight. with work. Okay. I get it. She's busy, man. I, listen, I understand, but it is it like the level I'm of disconnect with these two is insane. And he was, you know, this is one of those movies where I'm not condoning what Michael Beach does. Stay. I'm just saying. Like, the fact that he's, like, trying and she's just... She's like a fucking robot. Kind of job yet? Terry is, like, a, a fine-ass robot nonetheless, but she's yeah. like a robot. Law school, law school, work, 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 law school, law school, law school. Why'd you marry the man? I'm just not into the straight job thing. Straight job thing. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not into it. I didn't plan on staying here. I thought I was going to be at Mama Joe's. If you want me to leave, I'll leave. People always say that, and then, you know, when you be like, all right, leave. They'd be like, well, well hold on now. What are you going to do this time? I didn't literally mean that. Run up mama's credit? Mm. Um, we about to get that almost forgot. We about to get that milestone song. And then you leave her with the note. Or no, better yet. Milestone is is uh is Babyface. One of his it was either his cousin or his brother passed away from this group. Rest in peace. Shout out to him. Uh, Casey and JoJo are in the group. But that song, I care about you. That they're about to perform, fucking fire, yo. I don't know if they had a whole album or what, but they like they should have had a way bigger run than they did. Yep. Y'all know I'm jamming. So why don't you care for me like I care about you? It's my shit. Yo, man, I'm telling y'all, this is, this to this day is still one of my favorite R&B songs in life. In life, people. In the world, Craig. right there to the left of uh, Gina Rivera he was in a fucking Say the Last Dance I kid y'all not kid y'all not he was in Say the Last Dance Casey going if he gonna do one thing he gonna hit that that animal growl there it is He's a beast, though, man. Like, his, his, him and Jodeci's cover for If You Think You Lonely Now is... Whew. Now, this dude... Is that Kevin Edmonds? I can't remember his name. He body shit. Sometimes I'm not sure you Jojo, man. Yeah, 
Casey and JoJo, people make jokes about them and they've had a very rough time in life, but you cannot deny them in Jodeci. You cannot deny them as an R&B duo. Greatness. What an amazing track. JoJo's at the microphone like, yep, I ain't got nothing else left in me. I'm telling you that dude was in Say the Last Dance, man. Trying to told you. She fucking smoked that cigarette like she was advertising it for a second. The fact that she called him cousin and fucks him later on in the movie is very weird to me. That's like people that are fucking and they call each other bro and sis. It's very fucking weird to me. I'm sorry. It's just strange. So, you really want to pursue your music full time, huh? I heard you and Terry talk. Eavesdropping ass. Only thing she didn't do when she laughed like that was slap his shoulder. One thing no, black no, people no, gonna no. do if they laugh hard enough, they gonna slap the shit out of your shoulder. You know, I'll do Broadway musicals, choreograph the Oscars. I've spent the last few years in my life trying to figure out what makes me happy. And I learned that the only thing that keeps me sane is dancing. So I'm gonna put every inch of my energy into it. So help me, Jesus. Praise the Lord. And plus, it just, it just feels so damn good. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like that with you and your music, right? You want another drink? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Uh, you keep talking about dancing all erotic like this, then I'm just gonna gonna get you gonna get you another drink. Listen. Oh, that's my jam. That's not your jam. That I'm song just out. came out that evening. Uh, I'm on my break. Yeah, he he looked down at that ass and was like, "Yeah, I could dance. Why not?" I don't know who this actor is. The guy with the uh, uh with the red hair. Why would he laugh like that? But he definitely catches himself gawking at Lem, looking at Lem's junk. <laughs> How did he not know his towel dropped? 
How didn't he know? Like, he's just like, oh, my towel fell. Like, you nigga. What are you doing home in the middle of the afternoon? Got fired for my job. What do you mean you got fired? What, you can't take work in a nine to five? You got in trouble again? Oh, Whoa, no. do you gonna let me answer? God damn it. Because I lied on my application about being convicted. And you felt like you couldn't tell me that? I wanted to tell you. But Kenny thought it would be... Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Kenny? You gonna listen to Kenny? Well, what about us? It's not about us. It's about this stupid-ass bullshit system. They lock you up and expect you to do something better with your life, but when you get out, there ain't nothing better because the crackers that got everything don't give you a second chance. You know what? That white man shit is old, and I'm sick and tired of niggas using that shit as an excuse. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm the the one fact that she said that in 97 is crazy. Six. They won't hire me. So what you know about being a black man anyway? You're right. I don't know shit about being a black man. Can't speak on it if you don't know. Awkward silence. I'm sorry. Are you? Look, boo, the shop is doing really well right now. I'll just I'll just pay for our bills. And there's a lot of people up that come through there. I'll see if anybody can hook you up with a job. Bird, I don't need your help. I can find my own damn job. Stop looking at my dick. <laughs> that part, I mean, is funny, but it is 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 real because I'm not gonna lie, man. You know, as somebody who gets like that at times, that are like our male ego and our pride is is it can it can make or break, man. She's like two feet tall, just screaming at him. I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh, Miles, you can help me. Look, they got a piano up in the audition room. Look, Great. only thing Look, I gotta do I is just play anything, and I'll just dance to it. Come on, cuz, please. This is really Come on, cuz. Oh, you. Do your thing, cuz. Listen, you can't put me in a in a position like that because if somebody would told me like, "Come on, cuz, I got a piano. They got a piano up there. Just play anything. I'll dance to it." The only thing I know how to play on the piano is the Halloween theme. So, you're gonna have to make do. I can play the Halloween theme. I can play the Shape Stalks. If it ain't something from from the Halloween franchise, I can't play it on the piano. So you're gonna be asked out. You're gonna be doing fucking. Halloween on Broadway dance routine or something. They do make this work though. Now I don't know where the drums came from. <laughs> the piano comes with built in drums. <laughs> oh man. Now, what they should have had, you know, nice little crossover. Here goes my, you know, Say the Last Dance reference again. They should have had uh, her and Julia Stiles dance battling in that in that room. Julia Stiles just start, he, start uh, what do you call it? Heel towing? Heel towing. I remember that was the shit. 
She's like, ah, you did this for me, cuz. Okay, Keisha, we have you down at 10. We'll start five. Thanks. Bye. I knew you. Look at him. With the fucking trench, his trench coat belongs to the guy that made everybody miss their Uncle Charles, y'all, in the uh, in the in the Crossroads video. That long ass leather trench coat. Now this is. <clears throat> I don't listen. I, women gonna be mad if they listen to this commentary. I don't want to make it seem like I'm against a, a lot of the, the majority of the decisions the women make in this movie. It's not the case. Like like I said, I try to see things from both angles. Even as a man, but I this is just wrong. You acting like you know I'm Big Willie or something like that. You treat me all good. What's going on? That is not like what she's doing here. You are finessing your ex into getting your husband a job. What? How did she think this was going to pan out when Lem found out about it? Bird was she was wrong. She was wrong, I'm, and I'm not saying <clears throat> when Lem confronts her, he was not right at all to put hands on her about it. But his anger is definitely understandable. She was wrong, man. I'm sorry. I don't give. I, I'm. I'm not sorry. I don't give a fuck. She was wrong for this. Bird, where you at, baby? I got some great news. Cause I feel like in time he he would have found another job. She had other plans, and she, you know, she used this motherfucker as a pawn to to you know to get Lim in a better position, and it's fucked up because she should have known. You know, you've been with this guy. You should know who he is. He bring he he throws it in Lem's face when he meets him. Can he call me it's yesterday? Bullshit, man. To ask about a job at the biggest in-house printing company in town. So I went in cold. And, and I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, I, listen, she, you know, listen. She she got the champagne and the she's all propped up in this outfit. And I, I'm I'm not mad at it, but you you're still wrong. So finally. He looks at me, stands there, says, you're hired. Right there on the spot. He knew that I knew that he knew that I knew that I was the man. <laughs> yeah. And with enough hours, baby, you know what that means? What? Uh, <laughs> gonna get us our own place, baby. This reminds me of Mo Money when um, Damon Wayans was working in that, you know, that mail room or whatever. Lem's not even wearing those things that keep your fingers from getting all sliced up. Those little rubber you covers. Finish that Johnson job. I didn't expect to finish till tomorrow. Good job. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Hey, can you run a four and a half by nine car? He's like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I can work the car. You sure? 
And look at Lem, man. He's just like, yo, I'm doing it. Like, I'm, I'm back. I'm back in the workforce. And here comes Satan himself, ready to fuck up his lunch break. Samuel St. James. Look at the sign in the back. It says safety first, clean up spills. <laughs> it's, that, it's that figure that's slipping on the floor. <laughs> oh, that is a good sign right there, man. saying, man, it's always good to, you know, have more enthusiastic, hardworking employees like yourself. I mean, especially, you know, down there in print. I mean... He already knew uh, Simeon was on some bullshit. I'm like you. Nah. I'm from the hood, too. But you see, I make $80,000 a year because I was always willing <sighs> Whatever I had Yawn. I wanted. You see, that's why brothers got to stick together. You know, pull one another up in a time of need. Shut up. The white man ain't gonna do it. God damn, he was in the Temptations also. He was the guy that wrote um uh Papa was a Rolling Stone. Because there's that moment where Dennis Edwards walks up to him and he's like, yo, he's like, What's up with the, the lyrics in the song? That's the day my daddy died. I'm not singing this. What you didn't know? Kenny Simmons referred to me. Who? Mm. your wife. Mm. Bird. Mm. Yeah, she told me about your little felony situation and asked me to hook you up with a gig down in the print department. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, let me stop. But it does go from bad to worse, man. We go way back. Who the fuck is Cola? Oh, no. <laughs> no that's, uh, that's just a little something, you know, I used to call her back in the day. Since she got that body shaped like a Coca Cola bottle, huh? Yeah, you you earned this ass whooping, bruh. For sure. She's just making breath up on the screen. Yep. Cause fuck the sandwich at this point. I'm about to beat you to death with this lunch tray. Get about your job, but obviously he didn't know who he was fucking with. He didn't know Lem was about that life, cause you got him a job. You know, you pushed up on his wife, and you what you thought was going to happen? Nah, we done. We are done, yo. And she's wearing the fucking bracelet. Ooh, we. I'm telling you, man. Don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. And I, I get it. His frustration. I don't agree with him putting hands, like I said, but I. See that? Now, I wonder how many times they rehearsed that because that was definitely in the same take that he gripped her up like that. That was raw. 
And it don't help matters that she's pregnant. He doesn't know, but she's pregnant. Now she threw the bracelet off. You've already done the damage, sweetheart. I don't want no drama here. Sorry, Aunt Terry was calling in Cousin Blimp to whoop Uncle Lim's ass all because she thought Lim had beat up Bert. Listen, and I'm not saying Terry is wrong here because that's her that's her little sister. And she's like, oh, he put hands on her? Yeah. Let me call up Cousin Blimp, the cousin that we rarely call for anything other than the bullshit. But it's good to have those kind of people on standby. You don't call them up to hang out. You call them when it's like... Yeah, I, I need you to do some heavy lifting, bruh. But you know it's real when the bartender got everybody on, on, on. You know, he got everybody's That's number. This is Rick down at the bar. Your brother-in-law is down here. He's getting wasted. I didn't know what to call Bird. He's getting wasted. He's spending money, so I'm going to keep pouring him shots. But y'all might want to come get him. Asshole. Who the hell is this cat daddy pimp in the background? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? He's one of those cousins you don't get to see much because he always spends so much time in jail. Of all the people on Terry could have called on to teach Lim a lesson, I can't believe she called on Blimp. Let me get a couple of brews and give my boys a couple too. Who's paying for this, man? He's paying for it. Yeah, right, motherfucker. Mm. Mm, I always hated that he dumped the Cheetos on Lim because it was it's a waste of snacks. Took him right back to the Clockers era. Was he like toting guns and Clockers? I can't remember. Clockers, I've only watched it all the way through once. And it's a very strange, I think that's a Spike Lee movie, but it's a, it was always weird to me. Makai Fiverr's character just kept drinking Yoohoo. I think Harvey Keitel was in it. Delroy Lindo. Delroy. I feel like this movie could have used a Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo would have been great in this movie. We'll get to a Delroy Lindo movie in February. I've got uh, for February. I you know I don't like. I know I said I don't like telling you guys what's coming up, but I I feel like my February commentary is definitely gonna stick. But the Delroy Lindo movie I got lined up for February is um what is it? The Five Bloods. Which is a great movie. I think I've only seen it like twice. But The Five Bloods, man. Isaiah Whitlock and Delroy Lindo. The late great Chadwick Boseman. Who else was in? Um, uh, Jonathan Majors is in there. Oh, here we go. She's at the hospital. She's like, okay, good. So I can do my dirt in peace and not have to worry about her. I thought she was going into a... I thought she was going into a bedroom right there. That's a closet. That's how you know they're getting money. And why does... Why does why does Faith walk like that? She kind of walks like... I don't know. She kind of walks with her shoulders. Are you CD? little something I'm messing around with. Yeah, she about to be a little something you messing around with. Who's on your audition? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> I'm sure you are. 
so scared. You. <laughs> I gave two weeks at my firm today. Uh. I quit. <laughs> Serious about this music shit, man. You quit the firm to pursue music. Yeah, That's that is that is passion. I'm to blow up. <laughs> That's passion for real, man. It's it's a very ballsy move. <laughs> what did they Jake? They got drunk off Budweiser? Come on now. Stop it. Miles. I'm moving out this weekend. Darren and I oh, she got that. Why she got the booty all in the like just all propped up in the air like that? Terry's tough. So you're letting her run you out of here, huh? You damn right. No, besides that, I need my own space. I'm always on. And, and like, come on now, you. She was trying to fuck him, like for show, because she's all in front of the fireplace with the one piece on. I mean, it's, it's not a one piece. It's, it's like a dress, I guess. Is it a dress? I don't know. Doesn't matter. No hostilities or anything like that. It's just when it's time to go, it's time to go. They got the right actress to play, you know, you know, Pandora's box yeah, incarnate, because. Sounds like bullshit, and that's a lonely life. I'm sorry, I'm not taking a dig at anybody who gets drunk off a of Budweiser. It just, it ain't gonna be me. Like Stop I gotta have at least like lying. two six packs to to get what I need out that shit. That's why I drink stronger that's beer. I but I guess if you want, like, if you're big on brands and you're big on like quality, I guess. Going up if there is a quality beer that I drink, it's Corona. And I know a lot of people out there are like, well, you just talk shit about Budweiser. You don't get drunk off Coronas. Nah, but it's probably the best tasting beer out there. I think I started drinking Coronas when I was in my like my 20s, early 20s, when I was in my bar phase and all of that shit. It's a nice setup he's got in there. Um, now I'm wondering, did he know she was trying to fuck him at this point? Because it is, a, you know, I mentioned that vulnerable moment where Terry was consoled by Miles. Now here we got a vulnerable moment where Miles is consoled by Faith and she is touching him in a way that his wife doesn't even touch him. And she's catching him, like I said, in a vulnerable, like it's a, it's a fucked up thing. But you can tell he hasn't been touched like that in a long ass time. And she knows it. And she's just taking advantage of it. And he's like, oh, you you know how to touch me. Now, once, once you kissed her, it was over. You pretty much stuck your dick in at this point. Speaking of which... We don't see Miles put on not a nail, not a not a nail, condom at all. He raw dogged it, and he let off in her. So we gonna get the Soul Food sequel where Faith is pregnant. He must have been hard right away, like, or did he just put it in soft? Or I, I don't know. Maybe I guess he hadn't been touched. Like that before, and his shit just went brick in two seconds. Miles, Uncle Miles are home. Mm, mm, mm. She's like, oh, Miles was having a party. They've got their house is amazing. 
She's looking at the liquor like Miles don't even drink this much. Her reaction is like, she's like, bossing that ass up against the wall. Um, we gotta go. Now, as far as now, ladies, I hope, like I said, I hope y'all don't think I'm taking the man's side in all these situations. How Terry reacts to him, not here. She played it cool here because my uh, not Miles, God damn it, Ahmad was right there. She couldn't do that in front of her nephew, even though she kind of does later on. But her reaction towards him when the shit hits the fan, justified, two hundred percent. Not saying I was rooting for her to stab him, but it definitely, <laughs> definitely was good to see. Now they just looking at each other like, wow, did we just do that? Was it good or? Is Miles looking at her like, wow, I'm so embarrassed. I usually last longer than that. I haven't had sex in 38 years type of thing. She's sliding down the wall. I guess they're doing the look of shame right now. They're just like, oh, my God. I guess because they both came and they sobered up. And it's just like, wow, would we have done this in any other state of mind? I mean, it happened. It's already there. I don't know why we left Miles in Ontario's house. Now, did she go to the bathroom after that and like, so like, sk- like you know, squeeze him out of her? Work, or did she just let it? Yeah, did she just let it marinate? I don't know. Am I doing too much? Probably. Happy anniversary! Yay! Hey, total. Like I said, the soundtrack popping. What about me? What about you? What about us? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? That's my shit, man. Mm-hmm. Shading. Why'd you have to go? Go and leave me. What we gonna do? Soul Train Line. I I don't think I could ever be in like a Soul Train Line because it's like I'm I would be thinking too much. Okay, what move am I gonna do? And what move am I gonna do after that? That leads into the next move I gotta do and all of that. So I'll probably just sit the Soul Train Line out. I have been in a line of people dancing, and this was like I said, this was early on in my twenties and like my bar club phase. And we went to this bar. Um, There's a hole in the wall Spanish bar, uh, I, I, like way out of our neighborhood. And it was pretty tiny, but we went in there and got that shit popping. And it was a bunch of us. Um, the people we came with and these chicks that were in the bar, it was a big ass line of us just like going crazy. Probably one of the best times I've had at a bar. At least my folks seem to be getting along all right, which is always good. Yes, it is. Drew Hill on the sound. Can this soundtrack get any better? I'm telling yo, this soundtrack. I'm ready to look this soundtrack up on YouTube after, um, you know, after this commentary is all said and done. 
So let me ask y'all that's listening. Drew Hill. Check my man out in the background with the thickums. That's how there you go. There you go. But is Drew Hill in y'all favorite R and B groups of all time? Like is Drew Hill in y'all top five R and B groups ever? Because I think that I think they're in mine. No, I know they're in mine for sure. Boys to Men. Okay? Uh Drew Hill's also one. Black Street, I think, is another one. Jagged Edge is another one. Are you alright? Uh O Town is another one. I'm joking, people. I don't even fucking I couldn't tell you a O Town song if I was paid to. Now, if I could use Google, yeah, I'll take that money. But O Town, like I remember O Town was on they were that was making a band. I think that was the first making a band. And this, I remember when I first saw this, I thought Terry was gonna make a move on um on Kenny right here. Cause she's like, oh my god, I'm going through something with with my marriage, and I thought she was gonna try to rekindle the flame with him, and I thought that was gonna cause a rift with with uh you know Vivica Fox, but they didn't. They chose not to go that route. I feel like the movie had enough fucking drama as is, um, and they handled the drama in a way where it's not messy. I feel like nowadays they would have took they would have took that chance. And it would have been a whole mess. Um, since we're all together here tonight, I feel like this is a good time for us to talk about Mama's hospital bills. And y'all know her insurance ain't gonna cover everything. I don't know what we're talking about since the five of us are on here. Miles got that look. Look at Terry, cause Miles got that guilty look. He's like, um, I don't know if she knows, so but I didn't do it. What about that money that Mama has stashed somewhere? That's just a myth, Bird. So I felt that look how hesitant she was to say this. Back in installments or something. Don't you start running that game on me again. What do you expect me to bail Lem out of jail too? Now come on, Terry. Lem doesn't have anything to do with this, okay? How we can pay for Mama's bills is by selling the big house. What? We are not selling the house. Mama and Daddy saved their whole life for that house, Terry. We can't even agree on anything as small as Sunday dinners. Nobody's paying for the tax. I ain't going to get into it like that. I've been in a situation like this where money is the only thing that matters to to, to somebody as far as a household is concerned. I'm selling the house. You're not selling the house. I am the guardian. Like as far as um you know, do we sell it? Do we pass it down so it can be in the family for generations? I've been in shit like that before. house in the family for everyone, for you and your family. Oh fuck the family. <laughs> The family out of the family in my house, you know what? The family fucked my husband. <gasps> <laughs> Look at Bird. She's like, my God. Yeah, Faith fucked my husband. Mm-hmm. Miles. Miles, you dirty dog. <laughs> Look at Terry's eyes, yo. <laughs> Terry, what? Can we talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> Miles was the fuck out of there, man. Shout out to Kenny, man, because I'm not disarming a, a woman with a knife unless she's trying to kill me. If you're trying to kill somebody else, I'm not getting involved in that. I don't want to see it, but maybe he had it coming. I, I, I don't know. She's like, God damn it, I should have just kept my legs closed. Now, again, if they would have made this movie today, Terry would have beat her ass. But I feel like Terry took the high road because she was just so emotionally drained. Again, another vulnerable moment for her. She just caved in. 
she's been like trying to be strong and you know not show no emotion throughout the whole movie and she just finally had that moment and i love that it was nia long that that uh that had that held her and had her back because she probably nia long's probably thinking like yeah my sister's a bit of a bitch sometimes but nia long had her back and big mama woke up this was like it was like you can breathe you know you can rest easy it was it was so much going on up until this point and when big mama opens her eyes it's like oh my god yes she's back <coughs> briefly but she's back and ahmad is the first person she, she saw and I, I i love this moment and i'm i'm saying this uh again that this movie is relatable through the character ahmad because i not so much the hospital visits i could not do but my grandmother when she was sick she was on hospice i was a little too young to understand that you know she was like on her way out the door they basically you know told the family to make her comfortable at the house but it was you know not necessarily conversations like these but just conversations so yeah certain parts with ahmad and, and big mama hit hard man Things happen while you were gone. If you let bad things stop you, <clears throat> you won't be here for the good things. It's true. I'm tired, baby. But my soul. I'm not gonna do it, y'all. I promise. I promise. I'm not gonna break. But the fact that she said my soul is tired, you know she was, she was ready to go. Only you can do it. I need you. <laughs> Irma P. Hall still kicking, man. 88 years young, man. And I don't know about anybody else, but as far as Irma P. Hall is concerned, this is probably the the role. You know, if somebody asks me about Irma P. Hall, it's like, oh, Big Mama from Soul Food, off the rip. And Steel, Steel might have been a really shitty comic book movie, but Irma P. Hall is definitely the highlight out of anybody that was in that movie. Now, I don't know if Ahmad knew that she was gone at this point, but it just, whew, it just makes matters worse. <clears throat> the burial part of funerals is always uh at times it is the hardest part because that is definitely the final goodbye but i feel like when people sing at the burials it definitely it, it makes it a hell of a lot harder to bear i just know in my experiences the the viewing is bad but the burial like the moment that that casket starts lowering it is it, it is something painful And Ahmad's trying to be the he's trying to be the strong one. She's doing a good job. I don't know who this lady is singing. 
but I love that she's not doing the most. Like, she's not trying to fucking sing the national anthem, being all extra, but... That's rough. Um, how Terry looked at Miles, because it's just like, everything that's going on with me and you, I just lost my mom. It's rough. Pulling together in times of need. It always been Big Mama's job. I feel like, you know, as far as funerals on screen go, if this was the best man holiday, fuck, I got the best man holiday written down for December. Yeah, that might be that that funeral scene on screen might be where y'all y'all hear me cry because the best man holiday when when uh spoiler alert, when Morris Chestnut's wife passes away, the burial scene, I'm telling y'all, it's 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 not going to be a dry seat here on the Tudor Reviews podcast, people. I put that down on my list of uh, I, I, when I did that episode of um, movie moments that broke me, the best man holiday was on that list. That funeral scene, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife was on that list. I don't give a fuck. I know I'm not the only one that cried when when Egon popped up. Furious Seven ending, the Paul Walker tribute. I think um, I don't think at the time, yeah, Wakanda Forever hadn't come out, but that that is definitely on the list now. Uncle Pete? And Endgame, when Iron Man snapped, that was on the list too. It's not a lot of movies that emotionally trigger me, like as far as like getting tears out of me. But if you can do that, bravo, man. We going to the crick today, Joe. We can kiss some trout for dinner. Put it in the iron pot and seal with lard or cooking oil, Joe. No. I'm Maxine, Uncle Pete. Joe's daughter. He's like, who? She's gone. She's dead. Uh. Remember daddy used to raise homes? Yeah, nothing dampens Uncle Pete's spirits, does it? Nah, but like in all seriousness, um, I've I've been around uh, elderly people that are like that. They can't quite get their like mental together, their thoughts and everything. So it it takes like a level of patience, consideration. Like it's a lot of things you got to be to deal with that. And shouts out to anybody who's like you know, currently dealing with anything like that. And this moment, I feel like it, you could have put another sister in this team, in this scene with uncle Pete, but it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Uh, cause you know, people can agree, disagree on this. Maxine is, you know, big mama was the, the rock. She was the fist. I feel like Maxine is next up, even though she's not the oldest sibling, but she is the next up. As far as being the one, you know, the voice of reason to hold shit together. Terry. She's like, Terry, come sit the fuck down. Don't touch nothing. Shut up and listen. (laughs) 
I don't know if I've mentioned this to y'all. I'm having a really good time doing this commentary for y'all. What's happened between you and Miles? I understand. You're taking it out on the whole. I don't know how I did not even consider doing this for, <clears throat> you know, for the Thanksgiving themed commentary. So I went to Kenny's lawyer and I drew up a motion to cease and desist. Mm. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> right back at you. Terry don't give a fuck. Maxine don't give a fuck. Well, Terry, don't leave. Well, thank God she didn't order any food. Could you imagine ordering food and then finding that out? You don't even get a chance to eat. Sorry, I'm greedy, people. I am. Uma Thurman should just walk out of one of those bathroom stalls. Powder in her nose. I said, God damn. God damn. That would be a good one for commentary. Pulp Fiction. I love. That's one of my favorite movies, too, man. But I, that scene with the gimp and... Uh, what happens with Ving Rain's character, man? It is—it's the one part in that movie where I'm, just, where I dread. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maxie, I miss him so much. No. It's only been gone for two days. But you can't call your ex to help your husband find a job behind his back. Preach. A man has to be a man, and if he feels that you take that away from him, he has nothing. Like with mama. You remember when daddy went and lost all that money gambling? <laughs> remember? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't trip. She just did what she had to do. And she left him with his dignity. You see what I'm saying? Men need that. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna be an auntie. <laughs> oh, God. She's so excited about it. I love it. <clears throat> And so does Terry. That's why she acts the way she does. Oh, you got your own shop. And Terry's got a great job at the firm. Shoot, all I got is a husband and some kids with they badasses. <laughs> Don't say it like that. That's great. Mama always said that you were the strongest one in the family. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for always supporting me. You my sister. <laughs> love you, I ain't gonna do it. This this moment was so important, man. And I'm glad that not only do the men have their moments amongst each other, the women have their moments too. It is equally spread throughout this movie, man. Yeah, it's Terry Joseph for Jonathan Oliver, please. Terry must have felt really bad about what she did to Lynn. Cause the next thing you knew, she's like Jonathan Cochran. From some I need a picture. favor. Um, I have a favor. Yep. And at last, you know the way you just pulled out this score. Oh, sweet move, baby, sweet move. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we lost by 38, ma, but you know, I had two points. You my baby, and I'm proud of you. Mama, think you can hook up a victory dinner? Sure, baby, anything you want. 
Think I can grab on some lima beans, neck bones, greens with some hot sauce, hot cakes, and some fried chicken. Dang. No mac and cheese, huh? Just no no mac and cheese at all? I haven't cooked like that since. I love these Dr. Seuss hats that they got on right now. Sunday. Nah, it was 97. I feel like they, those hats would probably be in style now. Fashion is very different nowadays, man. I feel like it's way more. I feel like fashion is uh is louder. I feel like it's way more diverse. It's too much information, mother. You're trying to get everybody together for Sunday dinner, aren't you? If Mama wants me to. I think it's what she was trying to tell me before she died. <laughs> Shut up, Ahmad. It's emotional as is. Like that last shot, right? Oh, man, that last shot was the one. So, you know, just keep doing like that, baby. When you get older, you're going to be able to get you know what i don't give a shit about what she's been in in her later years like the the bad movies but vivica fox is easily one of the greatest actresses of all time is that malik yoba that's malik yoba new york undercover himself gavin himself uh-huh so, why don't you care? It's my shit, man. Good, good. Killed it on the acapella, boy. I'm glad I could too. It's been tough, you know, with school and working at the shop afterwards. I'm trying to coordinate with what to do with all the loot Big Mama left me. You conniving fucker, you. This was clever, though, man. I love this entire sequence, yo. This was so genius. Meanwhile, Bird's not even paying attention to his haircut. She didn't gave him eight bald spots on one side. Buku money. Did y'all remember Boku? Was it Boku or Buku? That drink that Jeff Goldblum used to promote back in the day? That's right. If I was just mm-hmm. you invest in my future. Sure. Uh, you like think for family. Absolutely. See, I figure if you help me, I can give you a third. You know, like a fee. A fee? Yeah, a fee. Then you can pay off Big Mama's bills. So you won't have to sell a house. And I can give you a percentage if you help me invest it. Then maybe you can use the money to promote your new CD. Have you told anybody else about this? No, but I'd be willing to give you some of it. And you can pay off on Terry's loan. Why don't you tell me? Where the money is. So let's go get it. When would be a good time? <laughs> oh, my. You're a genius, kid. Now, I, you know, let me just say something, people. Let me be a little transparent here, as if I already haven't been. I used to want to be that relative that's like, yeah, let me get everybody together. If they, you know, especially the relatives that are beefing with each other for reasons unknown. Let me get everybody together and let's link up and let's, you know, let bygones be bygones. Fuck that. Fuck it. One thing I'd, I'd learn more and more every day, you got to let people sort their own shit. 
get on out the way and let the ladies handle this. Okay, after all the hard work is done, you gonna come in? Uh, you can go work hard with that remote control watching football, all right? I can do that. She's like, yeah, honey, go be a Neanderthal and get out the kitchen and watch some football. Now, if the Lakers is on, absolutely, yeah, y'all got it. Let me watch. Let me watch this game. I'll come yeah, back at halftime and help y'all out. Etymage. <laughs> I love Abaz's face because he's like, he didn't really know what to say, but he's just like, yo, like I don't know. Pull our family right back together again. Hey, Terry. Funny meeting you here. Hey. There's a car outside. Your mom here? <laughs> there's a car outside. Like she's never seen a vehicle. She's just like, yeah, there's a there's this thing with four wheels, four doors, and a roof. Uh I've never seen anything like it. Ahmad is so pleased with himself, man. Terry, what if Terry just flipped the whole table over? Like, I'm about sick of seeing you motherfuckers, man. It's been two acts of this movie already. Can't do it. I'm mad I finished off this coffee, y'all. I need some more of this shit. And even little Kelly's helping with the food. Is the silence, like, do y'all like this scene better with the silence or should they have started talking? I understand it was awkward and they just had like a little, you know, like a little discrepancy in the restaurant. But I do think it, it works better without the dialogue here. Because it's some things are left better unsaid. And look at Terry. She's even smiling. She's like, yeah, we haven't done this in a long time. So I'm all yeah, for it. Smells in the kitchen. Bring them back the good old days. Ooh, I'm hungry yeah. all over again. Mm -hmm. Deep fried catfish. Mm. Macaroni that macaroni cheese. That macaroni. Oh, Jesus Sweet Christ pork. almighty. The kind Big Mama used to make look like pound cake so us kids would eat it. <sighs> When's Thanksgiving again? Back too. Next year? Okay. And so did Big Mama. Damn, I'm glad I did this as opposed to, you know, doing another zombie or whatever the hell those creatures were in Black Friday. Um... This is one that makes me hungry. Damn, that, that peach cobbler, that catfish, boy, I'm telling... Oh. Good God almighty, man. I'm, tell, I'm telling y'all, man, like, on the low, I am fat as shit. Like, in my heart. I'm a fat guy at heart, man. I don't know how my metabolism works, because I can eat, and I just... I guess all the weight goes to my my beer belly or something. I don't know. I'll shut up now. They look at that Miles like, who the fuck invited you, bruh? And Terry just, well, she couldn't even stomach that man. Hey, Miles, what's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? 
Sunday cake. Like he's ready to choke his ass. Wings, catfish, chicken and dumplings, man, some cornbread. I don't think I should be here. Lamb. Lamb. Bird didn't even see him. This this is a I love this conversation because they had a conversation prior in the car. And I love that. I, I love this moment. How's Bird doing? She's in there. Why don't you go ask her? It looks like a family thing going on in there. I don't want to butt in. Why not? Your family? <sighs> hey, Maude. I know I let you down, and I'm sorry. But I want you to know I ain't beat on your auntie. I pushed her, and that was bad enough. But I didn't hit her. I would never, ever hit a woman. Real shit. You believe me? Real shit. I love. I love this moment because it was kind of like, you know, big brother talking to little brother, assuring him of everything. I love how Bird just looks at him like, "You're here." Uh, what if Bird invited Samuel because she thought Lem was never getting out of jail? Oh man, had this would have been made today, they would have done it, just for shock value. I love that part too. I have something to tell you. And he didn't even find out the way he should have, man. He he you know, the fact that she was pregnant. He found out because uh I think Terry says something at the dinner table, which wasn't her fucking place to say, and he's got this look on his face. He's like, Yo, you're pregnant? She pulled Lem she pulled Lem, you know, closer away from or further away from Faith because he doesn't know what happened. He was locked up. He doesn't know she fucked Miles. Yeah, Sunday dinner. You know, we got some chicken and dumplings, some string beans, catfish. Some... Telling you, man, this came out at a good time. If if you would have made this movie in the two thousands, it would have been super messy. I'm out of here. Faith, wait. In the later two thousands, it would have been super messy. But the Please. drama is handled so well in this film, man. Dear Lord, thank you for allowing us another day on earth. Another day to glorify your name and sanctify ourselves with your mercy. Lord, I'm grateful that the people I love most in the world... That baby been asleep throughout the whole movie. She got the best rest. And let one of those lessons be accepted. Look at that catfish. Oh my God, that catfish. It's not even the mac and cheese for me. It's that catfish, I'm telling y'all. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. 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 Everything looks good. Even the shit that I don't eat looks good. Well, I have a surprise for everyone later, but for now, why don't we just uh, eat? <laughs> Say amen to that. <laughs> the Reverend talking like he put in on the food, man. This is another moment of silence where everybody's eating. Um, I don't remember who breaks the ice. I think it's Lem that breaks the ice, but everybody's eating. Nobody's talking. Couple, couple dirty looks from across the room, <laughs> from across the table. Terry wanted to castrate Miles, man. I'm telling you, she just couldn't, cause too many witnesses. 
Got my job back. Oh, that, oh, that's, that's good, really man. That's really good. Right. That's great. Yeah, and they asked the brother back to work because they know I'm a good, strong, skilled worker. That's right. <laughs> so how did you get out of jail, man? Tell you the truth, man, I don't even know. Somebody talked to somebody and mm-hmm. so I just got dropped. Here I am. Glad to have you home, brother. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. My boo is home. <laughs> Actually, I called a friend of mine at the DA's office. <sighs> oh, boy. Terry, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I felt bad. Well, you should feel bad. Because of you, I had to spend weeks in jail. You should be thankful. Now you can spend some time and take care of your pregnant wife. You know what, Terry? See, see, you see. your own damn business, all right? Did nobody ask you for your help? Look at Lem. He's like, what? You need to be worrying about your husband and why he's sleeping with her. Mm. Mm. Lem probably, he's like, I'm finding everything out when I'm coming out of jail. No, sit. No, let it go if she wants to. Terry, I'm sorry, but she's always running away. Your family, and we're going to deal with this. Go ahead, Max. Baby, go get me some more pieces. Your family, we're going to deal with this. And I got some boxing gloves in the back, and that's where we about to be with it. Because that's the only way. So was that it, Miles? I didn't take care of you? We haven't been happy for a long time now. Mm. Talk about it. We used to have so much fun. And they just let their marriage go to shit, man. It's messed up. I don't know what happened. It seems that everything I love, I lose. Well, you still got your job, right? Supposedly, Mama has some large amount of money stashed someplace in the house that she was saving for Ahmad, and that's why we're all here tonight. Ahmad's <laughs> like, oh shit. Ahmad, get in here. I've been found out. Put that fucking right rag on the stove. Come on, you can't be that careless. Ahmad, where's this money the Mother Joe supposedly left you? There isn't any money. I made it all up. You made it up. <laughs> I love how Faith just smiles. She's like, this nigga here, boy. Whoa. Y'all mess up the family. Can't you see that? It's the best acting he's he's about to do in this entire movie right here. Big mama wanted me to get everyone together for a Sunday dinner. But I didn't know how to do that. Because all y'all do is fight. So I lied. Lied about the money so you come. So we can be a family again. Y'all know that's what Big Mama wanted. Yo, let me say something, man. <clears throat> I don't know where he pulled that from at such a young age. That was some deep-rooted shit right there, man. Because his acting was really good. Like I said, man, when when we talk about these child actors, whether it's a horror movie, whether it's a movie like Soul Food, doesn't matter. We don't talk about Brandon Hammond enough. Uh, uh, straight up, man. That's that's how I feel. 
Now this, I thought the movie was about to turn into something real different. I thought somebody was going to die or the entire house was going to burn down. And it was this moment Terry realized, like, maybe I don't want to sell the house. It only took for her to see the shit on fire to realize how much it means. Miles need to get, not Miles, I keep calling him Miles, Ahmad should have got slapped in the back of his fucking head for putting that rag on the stove like that. Big Mama, you talking about some, y'all know that's what Big Mama wanted, and clearly she wanted you to never leave a fucking cloth on the stove that's lit. And now everything lit. Here's a little window fan, this will fix everything. Pete up, man. This is uh, my surprise, everybody. <laughs> Uncle Pete. So have they just never seen Uncle Pete in life? Uncle Pete? So everybody's like, hey, uh, you finally came out the room. I'm, I'm sorry, man. What's this? Now, are they, now, I can't even see because the money's flying all over the place. And are they $1 bills? Are they, what are they? Do she got $2 bills? Are they 20s, 100s, 50s? Understand what soul food I can't all see. see doing it's fucking monopoly money. We have a whole lot to celebrate. So cooking became the way we expressed our love for one another. And that's what those Sunday dinners meant to us. More than just eating, it was a time for sharing our joys and sorrows. Something the old folks. Meanwhile, little Kelly is probably pocketing some of that money and ran out the, the back door somewhere. Family after that. And even though Miles and Terry broke up, it doesn't stop Miles from coming around every now and then. And what a beautiful garden, yo. Oh, Uncle Pete's got the baby in his hand. They got their own place. And they're expecting that baby any day now. My mom and Ontario are cool again. At least for the time being. And Faith is finally a part of the family, too. And as you can see, she wasn't before. a big house. No way, no how. You know, I was about to say, so whatever happened to the rest of the family, but they did have a Soul Food TV series. I don't know how how much of the movie they pulled from that. I don't know. To build a strong family with a rich tradition and to leave love on the Didn't you end it with the song they opened up with? Big Mama. Big Mama. They Listen, I ain't even going to talk y'all heads off and just... What a time, what a time, what a film. Listen, y'all know what it is. If y'all couldn't tell what I was leading up to, then y'all gonna know now that this is a 10 out of 10, one of the best black cinema films ever. Like I said, some people got it in their categories online, articles um, as a hood movie. Some people got it as a rom-com, as a family film, as a post-Thanksgiving holiday film. Doesn't matter. It's everything. It's got a little bit of everything. And uh, that is a testament to George Tillman Jr., because this is you know he's done a lot he's done a lot of films man he's done a lot of tv but this is his film right here uh 
obviously literally is his film but i mean there's there's always one movie you pull out of a director's resume that is going to be the defining film uh doesn't define him as a person but i feel like it's going to be the 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 favorite amongst fans this is it you know this is it like i said if you would have made this movie today it would have been messy as fuck and given how much drama is in this movie amongst this family this the shit is handled this is some of the best uh you know drama driven shit that i've seen on screen before man ever it still holds up to this day this movie does not feel too dated at all um the way that these characters interact is realistic like i said it's very relatable it's relatable for me as far as the ahmad and big mama relationship but there the 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 cast like i said before this is one of the best assembled cast in black cinema this shit is oozing black excellence the performances are fucking amazing there is no weak link as far as the performances go in this movie man i feel like everybody came to ball and everybody did a really good job the 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 dialogue the moments the drama the everything is spaced out so evenly in this film man the emotional weight of this movie is insane i feel like you're gonna feel something you're gonna feel something something's gonna hit you and pull at the heartstrings you're gonna relate to something and if you can't relate to it personally you know somebody or have family members that that interact with each other like this i'm telling you man um in in the black household i feel like this is this gets so many spins and if it doesn't it should uh, this is a staple in black cinema, man, and this is a fantastic movie, um, you know, whether you're looking for something to be emotional, whether you're looking to have a good time, and the humor, the humor still hits, the humor hits just as hard as it did back in 97 and 2023, man, that's why I said this shit doesn't, it, it doesn't feel too dated, um, like, I, I could go on and on with this movie, man, I, I love the dynamic between the three sisters, it's dysfunctional, but you have those moments, like you have with Bird and Terry, you know, Terry being, cons- you know, consoled by Bird, or Bird being consoled by Maxine, Maxine being the rock after Mother Joe passes away, you know, you get the moments with Jeffrey D. Sams and Mackay Pfeiffer is brief, and I wish I had more of that, you know, you get the moments with, uh, basically Ahmad, and Ahmad gets to have his moment with everybody in this movie, man, Irma P. Hall, you know, being the rock, the fist of the, of the cast here, man, you know, for her to take a back seat to this movie and not be in the forefront like she should have been or like she could have been. I don't know if it would have it would have fit the narrative that they were going for here. But Irma P. Hall to take a back seat and to have these actors and actresses still carry the the weight of this film. You know, I, I, I think that's so amazing man would i have wished to see more big mom in this movie yeah i wanted to see more interaction with her and um with, with her and ahmad but you know I, like i said that wasn't the narrative that wasn't the story i feel like the story played out exactly how it should have and um even the supporting you know people in here mel jackson's great in here even though i don't i can't fucking stand his character in here um lawrence petty's good here like i said gina rivera is great here even though she's she is that character man that does not take away from her as an actress i definitely liked her in temptations also but eric like i said man everybody came to ball here it's a 10 out of 10 this shit sails on every level the writing is amazing the directing is great they you know and they didn't go for anything super flashy super fancy it's straightforward and um 
and then some, man. Even even with you know a straightforward sense of direction, this gives you so much more than you than than you bargain for as far as like a, a you know if you consider it's a holiday film or otherwise. It is just it's it's a home run, man. Like I said, this is arguably um is it the best i would have to do like a ranking of the black cinema movies but uh you know i don't put this in a category in things as you know with things like house party or friday and things like you know straightforward comedies like that because this has way more heart and emotional weight to it but as far as um movies like it how does it stack up against the other ones i i there's a big part of me man that wants to put this first um I did see this before the best man. The best man is definitely in the runnings of like top five or top 10 easily. And so is the best man holiday and the best man final chapters. But I don't know. I got to do a ranking of these black cinema movies because soul food is definitely who is it's in the running, man. And it almost, uh, it almost got me, man. It almost got me. If y'all heard me get quiet during the funeral scene or when big mama was passing away in the hospital scene with a mod, um, almost got me but no no close but no cigar people oh and i gotta shout out carl wright uh, who played Reverend williams he was a Reverend williams was a piece of work and he's kind of like the the person that came to the the, the big house and, and just never fucking left but he he did good in this movie too man he played that character well excuse me and um who else do we got here i'm trying to look at this cast and see who else did i forget somebody i'm and shout out to everybody that was involved in making this movie man again i gotta shout out george tillman jr for crafting such a fucking black cinema classic man this movie it's i could go on and on but we're two and some change into this people so big shouts out to vivica a fox and vanessa williams nia long michael beach makai pfeiffer brandon hammond gina rivera irma p hall and jeffrey d sams and everybody that was involved in the making of this movie man it's an amazing film if you have not seen it first of all if you haven't seen it like i always say if you guys have not seen these movies and y'all are listening to them by way of this commentary then big shout out to y'all y'all are definitely the Tudor Reviews MVPs, but I recommend it, man. I recommend just shutting everything off and watching this because it's definitely worthwhile. It's definitely, it's a hitter to say the least, people. But y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tutor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Happy Maniac Monday to y'all. Hope y'all have a good rest of the day for um, for the most part, man. And last but not least, shout out to the Tutor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. It is the home stretch this week, man. I think, um, I think Friday jumps off the December commentary and... Uh, I kind of don't want to say what I'm going to do Friday. Listen, I sound like a broken record and I'm always contradicting myself because I'm always saying, yeah, I don't like telling you guys what commentaries I've got coming up, man, because it never plays out that way. And I jinx myself. I'll take a risk here and make sure I stick to schedule Uh, Christmas vacation is going to jump off the December commentary. And I know we got a couple more days in November left, but hopefully you guys are, you know, going to tune into that one and look forward to that Christmas. I felt like Christmas vacation would be a good, a good, you know, jumping off point into December because I don't want to wait too long to do it. You know, I was supposed to do that like two Decembers ago and I never got around to doing it. I think it is a proper movie, even though some people will be like, well, why won't you just do it on Christmas? Uh, I just feel like I want to get that one out the way. It is another one that's long overdue. So Christmas vacation will be on Friday. But, you know, we've got some more, you know, said leftovers for the Cornucopia Craze Edition commentaries, man. And um, I'm not gonna lie, man, I almost did a 
it was kind of out of the theme, but so was the episode I did about Melissa Barrera uh, getting fired from Scream 7. But I almost did an episode of what what directions we could possibly go in for Scream 7. But I don't know. I don't want to exhaust myself with that nonsense because, you know, we just got to wait and see what happens with the movie. I know it's a lot of people pissed off. But we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see if Nev Campbell tells them to go fuck themselves or if she says, yeah, you guys got to pay me a trillion dollars cash for me to come back as Sydney Prescott. I don't know. But people, we'll see what we can see after the fact. And y'all already know the love and support y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.